You're listening to Source Daily. Join us Monday through Friday to stay up to date on what's happening in North Central Ohio. We'll be sharing a closer look at one of our top stories, along with other news, local history, memorials, answers to your questions, and more. Today, Deanna West Torrance recently talked to city leaders about the proposed NECIC Community Center. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Reinhardt Walters Danner & Associates Insurance Agency. They've been part of the Mansfield community since 1956. Head over to reinhardtinsurance.com or call 419-522-9892 for all your auto, home, and life insurance needs. Now our feature story. Deanna West Torrance looks at gun violence in the North End over the past year. She drives by the former O.C. Hill Neighborhood Center, shuttered in 2020 and now in the process of being torn down, and she sees a correlation between the two. As the founder and executive director of the North End Community Improvement Collaborative, she explained that correlation to Mansfield City Council on Tuesday evening. She said young people walking in the door of the center will see things in the neighborhood that are not there now. They'll see doctors and nurses in their neighborhood. They'll see an architect. They'll see a legal office and lawyers. They'll see performers, artists, nonprofit professionals, and farmers and gardeners. One, I want to thank you, Mayor, for making the recommendation of allocating a portion of the ARPA dollars to this. I think that when we look at the windfall of $44 million, that this is certainly a worthy, is, is certainly a worthy project. And I appreciate um, your support, your support, Councilman, in bringing it forward and all of you for unanimously supporting it. We really do appreciate it. And we know that people from all over the city will make use of this building as they did the O.C. Hill Neighborhood Center. And it is it is not restricted to just the North End, but it certainly it will be a jewel in the North End. And um, along with the urban farm and some of the other things that we've done, we are really trying to concentrate in that particular area and um, transform that, that part of the community. I um, am also very grateful for, um, and I, it's mixed feelings. I drove by O.C. Hill today and half of it is gone. And so I think that that is a difficult thing for the community. I think depending on if you went to O.C. Hill or Kreveling School or Bowman Street School even, that we all have memories there. But I do certainly think that it was time. I appreciate the response for that. Um, I loved O.C. Hill Neighborhood Center, so it is a bittersweet thing. But we did not need another empty building um, as a relic to what to education that used to happen. So I appreciate that that's coming down and there's been an investment in something new as was made promise um, by, at a council meeting a couple of years ago. City Council in May 2022 approved $1.5 million in American Rescue Plan Act funds for the $15 million center. West Torrance said about $3 million has been raised thus far, including the funds from the city, $1 million from the Richland County Foundation, and $100,000 from Park National Bank. The Richland County Board of Commissioners had planned to make a substantial contribution using ARPA funds. But last month, Commissioners Cliff Mears and Darrell Banks withdrew support, with both questioning the financial planning for the center. Commissioner Tony Vero said he continues to support the county's participation. To stay up to date on this story, visit us at richlandsource.com. Now some history. Flora Stone Mather was a remarkable woman who made significant contributions to the fields of philanthropy, education, and women's rights. Born in Cleveland in 1852, Flora was the daughter of Amasa Stone, a prominent businessman and founder of Western Reserve University. 
She went on to become a strong advocate for women's education, founding the Women's Department of Western Reserve University, now the Flora Stone Mather College for Women. Flora's philanthropic work extended beyond education and included support for causes such as the establishment of settlement houses to aid the poor and the promotion of the arts. She was also a leader in the women's suffrage movement and served as the first president of the Ohio Women's Suffrage Association. Before we continue, we'd like to thank our friends and sponsors at Spherian. Spherian helps people find jobs. Each year, they connect over 3,000 local workers to rewarding, flexible, temp-to-hire, and full-time jobs with over 200 employers throughout Mid-Ohio. Start your confidential career search today by heading over to midohiojobs.net to find your next great job. Next, an event coming up that you should know about. Saturday at 8 p.m. and Sunday at 2.30 p.m. are your last chances to see Something Rotten at the Renaissance Theater. Set in 1590s England, brothers Nick and Nigel Bottom are desperate to write a hit play, but are stuck in the shadow of that Elizabethan star William Shakespeare. When a local soothsayer foretells that the future of the theater involves singing, dancing, and acting, the brothers set out to write the world's very first musical. Tickets start at just $15 for a hilariously good time. Finally, we'd like to take a moment to remember Karen Fromm of Shelby. Karen was born in Tiro, Ohio in 1941. In 1962, she married Jim Fromm, and they shared 41 years of marriage until his passing in 2003. Karen enjoyed card games and could play a mean round of Trouble and Yahtzee. Bitten hard by the gambling bug, she enjoyed several trips to casinos in West Virginia and Las Vegas. Family road trips over the years were legendary and memorable, mainly for the antics in the car on the way there. Karen was a bowler in her younger years and later became a stalwart watcher of Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy. She was a lifetime fan of both the Cleveland Indians and Cleveland Browns. Second only to her family was her love for Elvis, and she had the time of her life when she and her sister were able to visit Graceland. Karen is survived by a daughter, three sons, two granddaughters, a great-grandson, a sister, a brother, and many beloved nieces, nephews, and friends. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Karen's life. You can submit an obituary for free on Richland Source. To learn more, click the link in our show notes or visit richlandsource.com slash obituaries slash submit. Thanks for listening. Join us again tomorrow. Also, make sure to head over to richlandsource.com and click the Be a Member button to help support independent local journalism that informs and inspires. Every contribution goes to helping us make Richland County a better place to help keep our journalism free. Also, Source Brand Solutions is launching a limited-time small business booster program. Through the booster, SBS is vowing to match every dollar that a small business spends on marketing and advertising services with one of their own, up to $5,000. Get in touch today by visiting richlandsource.com advertise.